you've been living under a rock, you might not know that at SummerSlam, Brosnan or Lesnar, Broxner. What's that called then? Broxner. <laughs> le- le- <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to get Broxner. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello, everyone. This is the interview queen, Alicia, too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, a.k.a. Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the man with the 60 mile smile, Nick Davey. Good evening. You well? Oh, I'm very well. More and more better hearing that nickname. Yeah, I rediscovered one of my favourite bands from when I was like a teenager, and one of their songs is Sixty Mile Smile." Three well, <laughs> colours red. I recommend anyone who likes. We'll do so. I've got a massive it. smile. Oh, so yeah. there you are. Yeah, Sixty Mile Smile. Yeah, I was looking at because um, it was Leeds weekend. I was looking back at like old posters of like Leeds festivals that I went to in my youth. Yeah, and they headlined like the, the second stage on the first one I went. I was like, oh, forgot all about Three Colors Red. So yeah, so I've been binging them all for like the last four days. One of the bands only had three albums. So yeah, around like like ninety nine to two thousand four ish. Yeah, and then they never had anything else after that. I think they had like the best of maybe. But, but uh, yeah, loved them when I was yeah late teens, early twenties. Did you have a good weekend? Bad holiday weekend. Yeah, very shattered as I mentioned off air. Um, yeah, I think football train tonight. It was sweating out the whole sort of weekend, but yeah, no, very enjoyable. Um, obviously, good weather, and again, sound like a bit of a broken record. Just nice to see everyone out about and do the things that we've we've obviously missed over the last um, eighteen months. Yes, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So it's literally the first social we've had since uh, twenty. I think we worked that out twenty Christmas twenty nineteen. It would have been. This was the first social oh, since wow. Christmas 2019, yeah. So, obviously, nothing happened in the first few months of 2020. Um, but yeah, so the first proper social since 2019, Christmas time. So, yeah, oh. awards night, uh, which was really good and a really good barbecue and a lot of money made raised for charity. More importantly, as well. So, no, all in all, a good good weekend. Did you win anything? Uh, what awards or on a raffle? No, <laughs> or both. Yeah. Uh, awards. You um, I won the prestigious own goal of the season award um, <laughs> and dirtiest player award. Ooh. Well, that was actually a joint award, I should say. That was a joint award. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Two two awards that you probably get delighted about. <laughs> <laughs> I won the raffle. I won it. I won. Oh, we can't see the t-shirt way at the moment. I won a top brewery in your house t-shirt. The raffle. I was meant to win beers as well, but I exchanged them for another T-shirt. So I thought it'd be more fun to have another T-shirt. So he's going to give me a, t- a token for the TNT Ignition T-shirt. So I was like, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Saturday we went to, I don't know, it's a Welsh town. It's, it's Pen Y Ford. So I will say Pennyford, but it's probably not how it's, it's Pen Ops. I'm presuming that's North Wales, right? Yeah, it's between... It's a bit of a detour for you otherwise. And... Yeah, it's, between... it's by Wrexham. It's on the way to Wrexham, between Chester and Wrexham. But it's lovely. It's a lovely little town. So, yeah, they, um, 
the former owner of um, Britannia Wrestling owns a pub called the Red Lion. So he had he had the ring set up in the car park. Yeah, it's like the like a comeback of a kind for um, Britannia Wrestling. It was so much fun. Yeah, but um, there's a like a rivalry between Britannia Wrestling and Wrestle Island. So on the regular Britannia wrestlers are all heels on Wrestle Island, and all the Wrestle Island regulars are heel on Britannia shows. So as we're regular at Wrestle Island, we'll cheer at all the regular. I must admit, yeah, that does remind me of uh, when we sort of uh, when we when I was a proper Progress fan back in sort of 2016, 2017. If you haven't done and other shows like Riptide, then you'd also, you'd feel like you have to sort of yeah cheer kind of the guy, especially as well in New Orleans. You sort of feel like you have to stay loyal to the guys you see each week at Progress or Riptide. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pitbull came up to us because he's a he's like a bad heel at Wrestle Island. He goes, "Oh, you're not used to me being a good heel." <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, that was a great, great show. Um, was a uh, the Scallywag, Joey the Pirate, uh, Marcus was against Con- Connor Klein. That was the first match. That was a quite fun match. Then who was it? It was ah, oh, um, is it Stocks? Who I hadn't seen before, but he was really good. He's got a great look. Um, he was against. Um, Tuggy Matthews, who's a lot of fun. I, yeah, when I, we, I interviewed him last year, and I realised he was 17, so he was only 18, so God knows how good he's going to be when he's like early, mid-20s. He's so good now, he's only 18. And then it was the Dogs of War, Pitbull and Dave Faulkner versus RJ Silver and Ryan Riot. That was just a yeah, great great fun tag team. We cheering on Ryan Riot and RJ Silva, even though they're meant to be the baddies, and Ryan was like, oh, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for cheering me. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to it. Um... <laughs> he, said, he said he doesn't like being a baddie. <laughs> yeah, and he said he's got like, great new new ideas for gimmicks coming up, so get you eyes in for that. And then he had an intermission, and then he came back with Joey Marcus versus RJ Silva, which broke down. Everybody came out for beatdowns, which turned, turned into a six-man tag, which carried on just getting yeah, turned everywhere. Everyone was getting battered outside the ring, getting slammed onto the picnic tables. And everything. The referee then decided it was going to be a battle royal. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so, yeah, the second half of the show just kind of, yeah, it's just different. There was a cipher of winner the whole way through. It just kind of matches just merged into one match. And then, yeah, and Joey Marcus won the battle royal at the end. <laughs> it was a really good day. And yeah, it was nice to see everyone. There's a lot of people I haven't spoken to for a while. Sounds like, nice. Sounded excellent. So, the, Still on Twitter as well. A lot of wrestling shows sound like they were they were really well attended over the over the weekend. Mm. Oh um, yeah, TNT on Sunday was yeah, it was amazing as well. So it happened while I've been predicting for the last couple of weeks. Cameron Salas hit the corkscrew, won the title. He's, he's been wrestling for two thousand seven hundred and something days. He said since his day first day of training, this is his first title. <laughs> Immediately got cashed in on by Scott Oberman. Who won the title? So he had it for like literally two minutes. So that's going to be a great story going forward because they've been they've been feuding all over the northwest for like the last three years, like one of them never-ending feuds over multiple companies. So that's yeah, it's going to be amazing going forward. Uh, yeah, the whole show was really good. I put I put the videos up on our Twitter if anyone wants to go to it, and I, I can link that link them to the YouTube in the description if anyone get, wants to have a look at the. This is Sandy Beach, and you've been listening to VVG Wrestling. Two bits of news before we get into the all-out pre- uh, preview. So, some details of Brock Lesnar's contract have been released. So, 
Lesnar unexpectedly returned to WWE, apparently months before they planned to, uh, facing up to Roman Reigns after he successfully defended against John Cena. Uh, and Lesnar has signed a new deal, WWE, approximately 18 months. Mixed reports, I've heard between 8 and 12 dates. So I'm assuming it's 8 matches, possibly 12 appearances in all. So I'm just really, yeah. So I'm guessing he won't be on TV that much. So. I guess the one of the dates might be Saudi as well, maybe. But if they drag him all the way to Saudi, he's gonna he's gonna have to win. He's gonna have to do a screwy double count out finish or something, something silly. I'd say Saudi's a nail, the nailed on match for for him versus Reigns. I suspect we will probably that yeah, that doesn't need a build really either, does it? Saudi? No, I, I think you can probably get away with. Uh, and maybe if he has one of his appearances, maybe at Extreme Rules, where he actually gets physical with with Reigns, um, or, or on a SmackDown. Mm. Um, so I, I think yeah, yeah, the build for that will be pretty minimal. Uh, obviously, we don't know what Heyman's allegiance is going to be because a lot of that's going to be a story. Yeah, exactly, and we don't know if he will do Brock's talking or or what have you. Or again, you could potentially get Brock Brock doing pre-recorded promos etc by satellite or even live via satellite um so yeah there, there's options you can do it to make it uh obviously yeah reasonable but um but yeah no excited exciting time still obviously great to have him for another 18 months and hopefully hopefully yeah this will see kind of a um yeah we'll, we'll see some matches we've not potentially seen with Brock before I, I really hope we do get him versus Lashley at some stage oh that'll be fun I put, yeah I think it, if this is going to be his last run, use these eight dates to put over the next generation, I think. Rather than him coming in just suplexing people for two minutes and, yeah, not, maybe he's getting, getting anything else of it, but Brock. <laughs> but I think, yeah. Put it, put over, yeah, yeah, put over Roman. Maybe have another great match with, like, Finn and stuff. Put over Finn. Finn doesn't, yeah. Finn doesn't necessarily have to win, but he does, he has to last more than two minutes. <laughs> no, 100%. We've seen some Finns had some good matches. You know, I remember Finn and Brock was actually an underrated match from was it the Rumble twenty nineteen I want to say mm-hmm. yeah that was a bit of an underrated um, match so um, yeah no I think there there's uh, yeah <laughs> certainly some he, he lo- he, well when he came back at SummerSlam he looks motivated he's, got, um, he's slimmed down he doesn't look as bloated as he has been recently I like, I like his top knot I like his beard I like he slimmed down slightly so. As I say, I want him back. I want him back in his trunks. Get rid of the shorts and get him back to 2002, Brock. It, it does feel like we've kind of got like a different kind of character now as well, which I think will be was what we all want. It's always good to refresh characters. Obviously, we say that's how good. Obviously, wrestlers like Chris Jericho always are. How they always refresh themselves. So, I think yeah, a refreshed Brock. And I think I would like to see him without Heyman. I just think. I, I don't know. I think like the um the kind of you don't know you you're worried what he might say, what he can do. I don't know. I just quite like a Brock that's unleashed on his own. I think could be a baby, yeah, a just... proper baby face as well. Ooh, I just yeah. Think, so, well, yeah. I, I just think Reigns at the moment being the top kind of hill. I think you might as well go with Brock as the big baby face, especially that pop he got at SummerSlam. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So there's rumours that um, the Rock's not coming back. So they are going to do the big, so um, do Brock at some uh, Survive Series probably, mm. and then probably probably at Mania as well. Probably I'm guessing. Yeah, I think 
Survivors. Yeah, I think it'd be Saudi Survivor Series. Potentially the Rumble. Um, I, don't think do, I don't think they could do four Reigns, Brocks in a row. Oh, sorry, I just meant in general matches that he's going to have. Oh, general matches. Um, yeah, no, um, I think, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be, I reckon we'll only get Brock Reigns uh, um, at, at the Saudi show. Um, potentially we might get a re- rematch at the Rumble, maybe. I, I don't think they'll do another mania of Brock Reigns, only because we've seen it done what it's main evented twice already i don't think people really want to see it, it again as a third main event of wrestlemania yeah i don't know if, 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 if the story's strong enough i think they could do it because everyone's loving the reigns character at the moment it isn't the same reigns it was a couple of years ago when the he was main yeah. event against Blue. so if, it, if the story's strong enough i think they could do it that is true yeah it will, if it's if it's obviously a different if it's obviously both times before it was a hill brock versus well, a babyface, a proper babyface reigns will be at the crowd. It's certainly in the 34 match, it's obviously shat all over it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they will do, I think if you've got at this time of a, of a babyface Brock versus a, obviously a heel reigns, you could have a different, um, yeah, it might generally get people excited and people invested. Um, because we know good the, the match at 31, I thought was a really, really underrated match, to be honest. Uh, really, really mm. enjoyable. So there's, there's, it can certainly work together. Um, it's just, um, yeah, how you obviously build to it and how you sell the match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anybody else you'd like them to talk to? You've mentioned Lashley. Any, any of the younger guys you'd like them to? If you've got eight matches, I mean, there's probably at least two of them are going to be a range, so at least six. He, he does work well with the smaller guys, Brock, as well, which is something I think people realise we've seen mm. how great his matches were with Styles, Brian, Balor, I mentioned earlier, Seth. To be fair, his matches with that they've always been good. Um, I think <clears> I would like to see. I mean, a bit of bias here talking. I, I think certainly I'd like to see um, uh, Lashley. I think I'd love to see him go again with Samoa Joe if possible. Um, mm. I know there's be that, that, that might be a while before we get that with obviously Joe preoccupied in NXT. Um, I'd happily see Lesnar wrestle Styles again, given how good the first time was. Um, I think, yeah, Adam Cole, if he, if he does, uh, it's looking more and more like he's probably going to AEW. But um, I think, yeah, that would be great if they do get Brian somehow onto the main event scene. Um, yeah, I think that's about, I can't really think of anyone too, of the automatically springs to mind. I've seen people doing tweets about Edge, but that wouldn't really interest me. Um, no, I'd like to yeah. see him with the younger generation. If you want to, yeah, if this is going to be his last one, use it to put over a new generation of superstars, I think, to elevate some people to the main event, especially on SmackDown, because it's not, I can't think of many people outside of like Brock and Cena and Edge, Seth, who would challenge Roman. That's why I think they'll do something great with the, the user, um, Jay Uso. I thought that was good. That could have turned into like a proper main event it could have turned into a proper main event player but then just put him back in a tag team but I thought they were doing a great job with him but and maybe in the future it'll be, it'll go back yeah, yeah. yeah I think they need to I don't know, a Big E could be an interesting thing to him to put over Big E Big E's a good shout that could work um, if you want to put him over as the next big I'm going to Pens- yeah if they, yeah if you do a couple of dates Maybe they do a draft after WrestleMania next year, and then they can move him over to Raw, and then do a couple of like do half half the dates on SmackDown, half the dates on Raw. Could be a, a way of doing it. So, but 
yeah, it's exciting at times. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So, especially if this is going to be as like a swan song 18 months. Should be fun. Might be definitely. And that's the thing. I think, again, when you, when you have these people under contract, big names, I think they always, they always sort of, it's always, I think Chris Jericho used to joke about it back in the day. People always just thinking, oh, they're, they're going to be gone into a bunch. I think, I think they always think it's just enjoy the ride, enjoy with it yeah. whilst, whilst they're there. And then when it gets to the time, then think about us to get them re-signed. But now just enjoy yeah. Brock and enjoy Brock's matches because he is completely box office, whether people like the bloke or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm amazed Brock is a, a brilliant person to have on the roster. So just to give him good things to do, I think. So, Definitely. Yeah, ask him what he wants to do. <laughs> uh, uh, also, um, Awesome Kong announced uh, retirements at an all women's. Um, NWA Empower pay per view. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, she retires as a two time Impact Knockouts champion, former NWA World Women's Champion. She's held titles every promotion she's been in, basically. So, do you have any memories of. Uh, you, you, you never saw a feud with Gail Kim back in the day, did you? Sadly, not. I mean, my first memories yeah. of her were, uh, were in WWE when I was really excited. Um, but obviously, oh, karma, yeah, yeah, it's karma. Yes, it when um when obviously she came out. I think it was after, well, it was sort of after rest twenty eleven WrestleMania. I think she started coming out and sort of just attacking yeah. people. Then I think didn't she announce she was, uh, she was pregnant. She was um, pregnant, yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks in. And then yeah, she returned. I think at one of the rumbles, and then um yeah, I think through Michael Michael Cole out. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, a surprise. A surprise entry in the 2012 Rumble, eliminating Michael it. Cole. Well, she didn't really eliminate Michael Cole. Michael oh, Cole I can't, I can't think. It, yeah, uh, Michael Cole got on the apron, and then um, the King and Booker T pulled him off the apron. Oh, that's all. Right, yeah. put, seems to be put down as karma. She kind of scared him out the ring. <laughs> she didn't really eliminate him. She eliminated Unico. That's not a proper elimination. <laughs> Everyone remembers him. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Michael Cole's like I don't want to hit a woman that's why I got out of the ring I thought he was scared <laughs> god that was a terrible angle um, but uh, yeah no he um, uh, sorry um, not Michael Cole uh, calm <laughs> uh, no she she was uh, obviously when um, she was always one of the biggest names outside WWE prior mm-hmm. to um, obviously joining WWE then Returning to the Indies, obviously, it was great to see her have a bit of time in AEW as well. Proper, at least, try and be one of the, the big name stars to help push the women's division there. Um, yeah, she had a fun match with um, Ajuk. Uh, yes, yeah. Sir, yeah. yeah, it was one of the short shows before um, when they sort of before, obviously, before Dynamite became a thing. I think it was it was after um, the it was after Double or Nothing and sort of before um, before All Out. Uh, so yeah. it was at the time they were doing a few like random shows like Fight for the Fallen and, and Fighter yeah. Fest. Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a, that was a good, a good like, big, like a woman's version of a hospital. <laughs> kind of mm. that's, that's, yeah. Um, so away from the ring, she, she was Tammy the Welfare Queen on Netflix Glow, which I'm still gutted got cancelled. I love that show. I binged all three series in about five days. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> First day, yeah, I started watching it. I was like, I oh, just want more episode. 
just one more episode. <laughs> just one more episode. It was half two. And I was like, no, I have to get to sleep now. I've got work. And <laughs> I have to get up in three hours. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, really sad times, but yeah. Um, she was number one in the um, PWI uh, Women's Top 50 in 2008. Another great achievement. But, yeah, sad to see her go. But she's had the like, last like, almost 20 year career. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, a long career. And I think, again, we've mentioned the show when people have decided to call it a day. But, yeah, you, it, it, I think only you know when your body's done. It's obviously, a, it is a tiring sport. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, as I say, she's, she's certainly given a lot to the industry. Hopefully, potentially, now that she could be a, maybe a, a TNA um, or Impact Hall of Famer, hopefully it should be a good one, potentially, to Ooh, go in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they had Tim going last year or the year before she went in recently last year was Shamrock I think because I remember The Rock did a promo yes so it must have been Kim the year before yeah yeah I haven't heard of Kim yeah because I I think that feud kind of put women's wrestling back on the map in in North America I think and it kind of started because probably the evolution of women's wrestling could be kind of Put toward, back towards that feud because yeah, that, that was main events and shows before women were main events and shows. So, but yeah, that was, that was a great feud. And it just showed how wasted Gail Kim was in WWE as well. She was so good. Yeah, uh, really, really, really under underused in WWE for sure. But I think what you could say about Awesome Kong as well as the karma character is really is just a shame that I know obviously real life stuff happening. Is because obviously it's just part of life, but uh, I think yeah, not seeing her happy, or certainly not even have a title or anything in WWE it was a bit of a shame. I think her at the time, I think I was really hoping for a match between her and Beth Phoenix at the time. Yes, there, that, that seems to be where they were going, wasn't it? How do everyone? This is the Maestro Philip Michael, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Right, so this Sunday it is all out. It's the third annual. Third annual, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. The kickoff show, the buy in, not the kickoff show, the buy in as a 21 women casino battle royale. The winner gets a, a women's title shot at a later date. Who do you think's going to win this? I don't see the point going through all the names because there's 21 of them. <laughs> yeah, no, it could be for a while. Um, <laughs> I do like the um, battle royal, the casino battle royal concepts. Um, yeah, it's got, yeah it's, it's got better over the years. Yeah, now they don't, they kind of. Come out in groups, but they they come out individually in groups <laughs> rather than all five of us coming out at once. They're kind of yeah. chaotic. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have yeah made it better over the years. Oh, uh, it'd be interesting to see who's going to win. I think I think the one who should win, but might be a bit awkward. It's when is Jay Cargill. Um, I think she obviously I've really enjoyed her work, but what you run the risk is obviously her wrestling. I um. A heel champion because I can't see, yeah, obviously I can't see Britt Baker dropping the belt later on in the night. So I think, yeah, you need to. Um, I think it should really be a a baby face, but I'm, I think, yeah, it's a struggle to see who would be good for that. Thunder um, Rose is the only person I can see winning, unless they do or she. If they want to do, um, put she yeah. just straight back into the title scene straight away. But they, yeah. well, I was looking at some of the names, yeah, because Thunder Rose obviously we've seen her having an amazing match with. Um, obviously, well, yeah, with uh, Britt Baker. Um, but do they want to see it again? 
big swole. We've seen her a lot more funny. I thought all out last year they wrestled. Um, mm. And then you've also got um, you've seen the, Red Velvet. The dentist chair match was. That's it, yeah. yeah. There's there's <laughs> nine women to be confirmed though, so maybe do you do a shock appearance? Um, I'm trying to think of some of the mm. recent, well, some of the some of the free agents out there that that are, uh, that could potentially one the one that springs to mind maybe AJ Lee. Um, could AJ that work? Nikki James, who's both. Yeah, I know she's done a bit of impact a bit. Not that really matters. Cause obviously, we've seen obviously with the Forbidden Door. Um, well, if they want to do some, they could then Diana Perazzo could be interesting. She's got them two titles. She won the Warriors yeah. Championship recently. That's it. Uh, again, with that, the only, only risk with that is it's heel mm. heel on heel again. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, uh, the the Kira Hogan's just signed, I think. Yeah, Hogan, Kira Hogan could work. Um, I think I think I'll go for um, um, yeah, Ty Conti. Ty Conti could work because obviously if she's I've I've enjoyed she's her stopped. work. Yeah, she's she's yeah. good. Um. um I think though, yeah, I'll I will go. To, I'll still go for. Um, I think it'll be Jay Cargill. Um, I think they will just potentially, maybe even turn her face in the feud with Britt Baker. But I think they'll want to get Cargill in the. Um, uh, in, I think they want to get her into the uh, into the into the, the, the main title soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for the Rosa because I just think they they had such a great match. So to have the match again for the title would be fun. Unless they do somebody surprise like. Jordan Grace turns up in the Rumble or something. Oh yeah, that's a good chance. So, she was on. She was on the All In, the first All In Rumble, Bayern Rumble. She's the only female in the match, the mate of Brian Cage. So yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Thunder Rosa. Right, so next up is John Moxley versus Satakushi Kojima. Sorry, I butchered that name. Awful Japanese names. <laughs> so, so, Moxley sent out. An open contract to Japan, and the only guy who had the balls to step up to him was Kojima. So yeah, that's why he's his partner, his opponent. Um, Kojima's never wrestled AEW, but he has competed in Impact before. Had a handful of matches teaming with Eddie Edwards to challenge the um, tag team championships. Um, um, he's a multiple-time world champion. He's held the heavyweight titles like New Japan, All Japan, NWA, and LW, so he's yeah seasoned veteran. I think he's fifty years old, so this yeah. should be a great exhibition match. I think it's just like the best of New Japan versus the best of AEW. Put them together, have a great match. Put over Moxley, I'm guessing. So. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, the idea would be hundred percent to put Moxley over. Um, yeah, been I was obviously yeah. I know he's had a great career in New Japan. Enjoyed his work as well on Impact. Uh, Kojima, mm-hmm. um, as you said, with Eddie Edwards, we were a team of Eddie Edwards versus Violent by Design. So, um, mm-hmm. no, it should be a, a good match, as you say. I think it would, sole purpose of this will be to to get Moxley over, um, keep Moxley obviously strong at the moment. I know there's not, um, obviously he's kind of out the, well, in the title picture at the moment. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think this will be a very, very good, solid match. And, you know, more importantly, as you say, it will get, it will keep Moxley over and strong. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a hard style hit, hard fight. <laughs> so, you know, I can't say it being a technical masterpiece, but just a big fight. <laughs> so, I'm going to really, I think I'm going to really enjoy it. So, um, yeah, so I, but I'm going to get Moxley as well. Yeah, I think um, with Moxley that as well. Strong. I think as well with this um, 
um, yeah, I, I just think uh, as well, uh, it keeps up the strong relationship with New Japan as well. And it, yeah. the fan audience watching out in Japan, they probably buy the show anyway. But again, it's another mm-hmm. selling point from a different <clears throat> graphic of audience. So. Definitely. Yeah, I've only two matches in. I'm, really, I'm just really excited about this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's making me more and more probably going to the book the half time. <sighs> it's my 40th next week and I've got Thursday and Friday off so I can't ask for Monday off as well it's not gonna <laughs> so, so, yeah. so yeah, I my, bo- my boss is off for, on holiday for two weeks so I should, in theory I kind of should be in charge for the next two weeks so <laughs> alright uh, Pack versus Andrade oh, this should be amazing as well I have no idea who's going to win this one I've the only way I could think of Pac losing is if Death Triangle turn on him and join Andrade. But that was my thinking. Way. Yeah, that that was my thinking. I think that's the only way you can really, yeah, you can really get, yeah, you can really make it work. Um, I just, yeah, because I, I think it's well, it's Andrade's first well big match in in AEW. Mm. Oh, I think he probably needs it to win more than Pack, and yeah, I think yeah, he, he can't lose it. Yeah. No, I think you can create a new stable by having yeah having Lucha Bros turn on him. Obviously, you probably then want this match to go after the the um, tag match, so there's no shenanigans there. Um, but yeah, I think have the Lucha Bros yeah turn on him and have a new sort of fat faction. Um, I think would be quite cool as well. Um, what a yeah. main event faction that would be the Lucha Bros and Andrade. Yeah, I'm sure you can have a new. Yeah, and Chavo. Well, you can have Chavo as obviously the mic piece for the bear. Mind you, that might not work though with with Chavo on that as a mouthpiece, but then also that Alex as well, who I think's really good in his role. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think, I think put him back on Spanish commentary, and then we'll just use Chavo going forward. Sure. But I do like, I do, yeah, I do like him as like the mouthpiece of Panzer. <laughs> so. But yeah, I think I think That's, I'll go for on. Oh, it's a tough one. I, I really just don't want Pack to lose matches. Um, but yeah, I think Andrade probably needs to win uh, more. Definitely. Yeah, and having a screwy finish is yeah, only like cement because I, I still can't, don't see Pack as a full-on face yet. But that could kind of cement his face turn for me. That he's yeah, all his friends have turned on him. And, yeah, give him more the sympathy. Even though he does, doesn't need a sympathy, but um, yeah, that could cement his pro- proper face turn for me because I still see that they seem like bad guys to me. <laughs> so, nah. Yeah, yeah, uh, Andrade by shenanigans is my vote. So, so uh, Paul White versus QT Marshall. Um, you said this was set up on Dark. I don't watch Dark. Yeah, some of the segments have been on Dynamite. Um, so yeah. I think, um, well, yeah, like the, I think the introduction was when Shivani was interviewing. Uh, yeah, well, Shivani was obviously interviewing the factory and then they tried to attack Shivani and then White came out for the rescue. Um, and then we've seen um, the actual match being announced for for this was, was on Dynamite as well. Um so there's been a bit. There has been a bit of build on. Again, I don't really watch Dark Elevation as well, but I'm presuming they've built for it through there as well. But Maybe. yeah, some some of the segments on on Dynamite have been I fine. Must have, yeah, yeah, I must have missed them. I just don't remember any build to the spot at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> I was I mean, quite surprised when I saw it this morning. Uh, yeah, I mean, all that being critical, it's not the match I'm dying to watch the most. Um, but 
I'm sure. I think the way you can, they obviously, I think they need to somehow get QT over. Um, mm. But then, do you really want Paul? Is there any heart? Is there harm in having Paul White lose his first um, match? Sorry, win his first match? Probably not. Um, especially if you want them to then go. I would have put. I would have put a. I would have put a Malachi Black match in here. I would have had that maybe that maybe against Brock Anderson from last week. Just put that in here. Just as a. I just don't have no interest in this match. I've seen. Yeah, I think the only thing I can think of, well, of getting Paul White on the card. I mean, is this the? No, I think this is his second um, pay per view. I know his first one was when he announced that he was Brit. Well, when he announced, announced Christian Cage was signing with. Yeah, this, this is this is his first match. I think this is like his in ring debut for AEW. And you could get, you never know, you could get some old fans as well who have not watched AEW before. It could be a simple way to get. People over from WWE who were big, big show fans, but yeah, for me, I'm not that excited for this. Um, mm. I just think yeah, you probably want to get the you want to get the factory over, otherwise, and you run the risk of them slowly becoming a, a bit of a, of a, a bit bit of a um, bit of a joke. Um, so I think I don't, I don't know what's happened with. Um, I think he's injured at the moment, isn't he? Um, Anthony Agogo. Yes, we got injury. That's a shame because I think yeah, he, he would have been quite a good person to get over if White was fighting him and I'd be a bit more excited for the match. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think there is ways you can salvage this. But yeah, as I, said, I think it's uh, yeah, it's the match I'm certainly not looking forward to the most. Uh, oh, you could have had Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes. Just some, get some oh, Malachi Black versus anyone. <laughs> anyone, <laughs> yeah. Paul just, White. <laughs> Paul White. He wants to get his revenge on for Cody. I don't think Malachi Black, even Lee, Lee Johnson, that would have been the worst one as well. Get Lee Johnson a, a pay-per-view match as well. Yeah, any, anyone from the Nightmare family just against against Malachi Black would have worked. So I, I don't know, even it was short, that Brock um, match last week, I really thought it was really good. Great way of using yeah. Malachi Black. Match, but, yeah, get, getting how devastating the Black Mass is over to uh, the AW crowd. Yeah, I, I love the way Arn Anderson blocked it. Then he just kicked them in the balls and did it. Yeah. Awesome, basically. No, really, really good, that. Yeah. Oh, Paul Weiss in his debut match. I can't. I think it's going to be short and Paul White's going to win, I think. Um, Yeah. I'll go for a Paul White win based on the fact that it's his. No. Yeah, I'll go for a Paul White win only because based on the fact that it's his first one. Yeah. I'm guessing he'll have, uh, QT will have the family with him, but it's not saying here that Q- Paul White's got anybody with him unless they bring out like Mark Emery or someone on his corner. Or so unless there's shenanigans with the factory getting involved, and he loses. But you can't have shenanigans in every match. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this also found its way onto the pre-show. To be honest. Well, I must admit, I would rather this on the pre-show rather than the women's um, casino battle royal. I have to be, I have to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next is Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Jericho loses, he retires from in-ring competition. So, a bit of backstory for anyone who's been living under a rock. So, um, <laughs> MJF declared that Chris Jericho wanted a match against him. He would be forced to face four wrestlers MJF's choosing in a series of matches, dubbed the labours of Jericho. Um, Jericho would defeat each of MJF's hand-picked opponents, then faced MJF and the final labour was two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Um, but she was defeated. So on last week's Dynamite Jericho challenged MDF to another match at All Out. 
saying that if he lost, he would yeah, retire from in ring competition, which MJF accepted. And yeah, I think this is going. It should be fun. But I think this is going to be a great match. I can't. I don't know who's going to win. I, think, I, I, I don't want Chris Jericho to retire unless he's got a fuzzy tour coming up. He's going to be off telly for a couple of months and then come back under a mask. The L Jericho for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want Jericho to retire one bit. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Jericho. I'm, I was really well upset me because he's just the best. He's my one of my favorites of all time. He probably is the favorite of all time. I still think he's still. I mean, we're talking 2019. He was a wrestler of the year. Um, yes. So he's still got it in the ring. So, but I do worry that the labors of Jericho does feel a bit like a retirement kind of sort of tour. It did, um, it did feel like that, yeah. Thinking guys from his past and stuff. And, and it, it, it was, yeah. I mean, this. you also think this feud has been going on for, um, well, since, well, I think it was actually sort of following up all out last year after Jericho was done with sort of the feud of Orange Cassidy. Um, mm-hmm. That's when it sort of started with MJF wanting to join because MJF lost to Moxley. Uh, I think he did start with, with MJF wanting to, to join the inner circle after... Yeah. After all, so we've got maybe a bit of a but this has been going on for uh, just shy of a year now. It's been a great feud. It's been a great. Oh, it's long been. Time. I'm not. I'm not criticising that. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, yeah, no, it was a, yeah, a really, really enjoyable uh, feud. Um, and I'm say what one of the best segments I think on on in AEW's history was the one where MJF doubled her. Well, managed to outsmart the whole of the inner circle by forming the pinnacle. So, yeah. Um, I would. After, after the second one, after the dance sequence, still number one. Me and my shadow, still my favourite segments of all time. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was fantastic. Yeah, see, there's a video. The, the segments have been have been pure class. Um, I think they've got all the booking absolutely spot on throughout. Um, I think it's been great, and um, yeah, the, the labours of Jericho have been excellent as well. For, for both characters I think yeah it has been such a good feud and I sadly do feel that we're, the more I think about it the more we are heading towards an MJF win um, but I'm going to just say for Jericho just for the sake I just do not want to see him retire because I still think we can still see and still, especially as well the fact that we haven't had the AEW tour of um, England yet uh, the yeah. fact that we won't be able to see Jericho wrestle over here would just yeah would really annoy me <laughs> rumoured to be at um, um, Craven Cottage yeah, we've seen the rumours and really, as someone who's watched Brighton play there, um, had mixed success there. Um, but um, oh, one thing you can always bow about there is it's a great, it is a great stadium. So um, especially the new stand they're building, I think it would be a really good little venue. To, well, big venue to to watch and um, definitely could have it for free. Yeah, well that's it. Yeah, and the Khan's own. <laughs> And from a personal point of view, some good pubs as well near the stadium. So always a always a positive. Obviously, there was show up north as well. You come to Manchester or Liverpool, <laughs> do your big show in London. <laughs> I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. One change trained. Well, one change trained me. So <laughs> <laughs> no, do both. Do a, do a proper little tour. <laughs> uh, oh God, I'm not some page. I just thought for one for the Battle Royal, the Camille. The NWA Women's Champion. She was on. Um, is it Dark recently? She was on. She was on Dark recently. Gets a woman who's a lot shorter than her. Can't remember her name, but yeah, she could be Camille. She's um, like six foot muscle woman. The NWA Women's Champion. Oh okay. Yeah, she's she could be good in the Rumble. 
She could, yeah. It could be a surprise one at entrance. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was wrecking my mind who the NWA Women's Champion was. I was like, yeah, it's, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next is going to be Miro versus Eddie Kingston. This is just going to be a good old-fashioned fight. Uh, they had a scuffle on Dynamite this week, and then, then, then the match was set. It has been a bit, a lot build. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be fun. Just keep 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 the title on Miro. I think he's doing a, he's doing a good job of it. He's finally getting the character over, but get him to be a few legends. So yeah, puts him over, gets him to like main event level eventually. So, yeah, no problem. I think they was have a good ten minute house battle. We battle each other, and Miro comes up else on top. Maybe this way they could debut. I can't remember Lana's real name. CJ Perry. CJ Perry. Perry yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, they could debut her in this. Is that? I think they're a great partnership. So. Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm really looking forward to this year. I think it should be a, um, it should be a, a really good, as you say, hard hitting match. Oh, it's again a tough one of all one. I mean, we're, I'm sort of saying all the heels at the moment. I feel like I'm going to win. I think Miro mm. probably will win this. So I think um, only for this for the sake that he's got kind of no reason to. I don't think there's any reason to drop the belt. I think I think whilst he's doing well with it, I think keep keep going strong uh, with his character. It's sort of reminding me a little bit. I know it's a bit of a different kind of um, sort of angle, but it's sort of reminding me of his United States run. Um, mm-hmm. in when he first obviously joined WWE, how good he was booked then before yes. WWE happened. Um, so but no, I'm <laughs> I've been really enjoy, keep the title on him, but Kingston yeah, is tough because I really want to. I don't want to see him fall into the too many single losses category. Yeah, um, Kingston. This up, yeah, this will be a first sort of. I think cause we were saying when we watched um, Double, and I think that Kingston's probably not wrestled in low like big enough big loads of big crowds in the past. So, um. Yeah, I think I, I just really want to see Kingston keep being on well on these pay per views, being on to it looks. I think he's just we've seen how good his work has been in AEW. So I think a title on him would be would be great. But yeah, out of, out of all the titles, if they wanted to change one, because I can't see the tag team titles, the women's title, or the world title change hands. If they wanted to change the title, this could be an easy just to send the fans happy on the night, and then Miro wins it back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, if they wanted to carry on that story, but just if you just wanted a feel good moment, if there's going to be lots of heel wins on the show, but I'm going to have Miro. <laughs> but it would make sense if they wanted to just yeah, just have a, a feel good moment and then an Eddie win. Yeah, I think um, I, th- I would love to see Eddie Kingston win, but I just think Miro's going to win. I feel like I've got all I've got. I want a lot of these people to win. But yeah. I just feel like I'm going to, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, would like Eddie to win, but I'm going to, I'm going to go for a Miro win just because I think there's been not, there's not enough reason to take the belt off him, and I think there's, I think he's still got a lot to offer with the, with, with the run, with, with having a title run with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, yeah, Miro. Uh, next is a steel cage match for the tag team championships: the Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers won a tournament to become number one contenders. Yeah, this yeah should be phenomenal. <laughs> would you would you open the show with this? Just if you wanted to, that's <laughs> for all the matches. Out, yeah, if you wanted oh, something, I, I don't know. I think I'd open with Moxley personally. I just think that would be a good start. Keep people happy. Um, I just think that would be a good start personally. I think 
However, if you want, then I also do feel like sometimes it's good to get like a, I think a tag team match is usually the best way to open a match. But the fact that it's in a cage, I think just that's the answer. Yeah, as soon as I said open the show of a cage match, I was like, mm. yeah, <laughs> I just think that's quite good later on. Later on, I think that's that would be quite a good. I think later on, I think as well, Young Bucks and Lucha Bros. This should be an incredible match. So, then uh, this is one of the matches I'm probably most excited for in terms of actually an actual match. Obviously, the build to it I, again. Well, there's been no build because they've won the tournament. I'd have liked to have seen it being the Jurassic Express, just because I feel like just for the storyline that we've had on and on. Um, but yeah, I've got no complaints. To this, I mean, Lucha Bros are well, they are probably the best tag team, bar the Young Bucks. So you've got your two best tag teams there. So there's certainly no complaints in that respect. And it, yeah, it should be. A, it should. It should be. It, well, in fact, it, it could. I mean, usually cage matches are reasonably difficult but I just, I've got so much trust in these four guys that I'm sure it'll be it really will be a match of the night contender for sure yeah, definitely. I, can't, I can't wait for this much and how uh, great the matches have been before as well I mean they, they've always been fantastic so and good thing is they will try and beat expectations so yeah <laughs> it should be great. a great and I'm looking forward to as well the outside we've like obviously we've, we've seen with, it, 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 with Alex getting involved with Pack. With the obviously I'm sure with Gallows Anderson and the Stooges, the Cutler and and Nakazawa will be out there as well. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go over Young Bucks to retain. I think I think I think they're not quite ready for the elite to lose all the titles yet. So. Yeah, I, I think the Young Bucks keep it on them just what for a little bit longer. Yeah, depending on the order of the matches, if they turn on Pack earlier the night, Pack cost them in this much I don't know depends on the order of the matches but I, I think yeah Young Bucks are going to carry on being champion I've seen no reason to take them off them at the moment uh, yeah I, I, like you I, I think Jurassic Express should beat them I think that would be a great feel good moment so, I was, yeah having that theme tune well the, yeah, after they beat the Young Bucks I think that would be the best <laughs> great moment yeah. it's going to be stuck in my head for the rest of the podcast now uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander Women's Championship I'm guessing best friends with Statlander and Reba with Britt Baker or just Orange Cassidy maybe because he's not on the rest of the card so if they want to get him on there it's the same place yeah I think he'll definitely come out with Statlander just for as you say just so because you need to have him somewhere up here um, I'll be really upset um, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I think um, I, yeah I, I'm happy Chris Statlander Statlander's in the in the women's time match because her, her work's been well it's always great um, mm. obviously love love her as part of the best friends um, so no uh, it should be a should be a great match yeah, but I think great since she came back since after that yeah injury. her work has been really really enjoyable since she has returned and I think yeah I, I just really like the best friends as a whole love mm-hmm. the stable so I think, and hearing the theme tune as well, so uh, always a positive. But yeah, I think given how over Baker is at the moment, it would be ridiculous to have her drop the belt. And I think more exciting, she's actually just getting started. I think as the as the champ. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I, I don't think we'll be seeing her drop it anytime soon. So yeah, another another hill win for me, <laughs> Baker. Right, um, who do you think's going to headline? CM Punk, Darby Allen, or Omega Christian? I think, given they didn't main event the world title last pay per view, I think you have to still go on the world title. I just think. Okay, 
we'll go yeah. see him, see him I, versus Darby Allen next yeah. time. So. Um, yeah, see him punk for me. Just <laughs> get, you need to give him a win to get him off to, uh, obviously off to a good start and everything. But then you could, and I think as well in Chicago, I know you could say, oh, but how much of a shock it would be if Darby Allen wins. I, I don't know. I just don't think you want to piss your, your, your like no. a crowd off so soon. So yeah, I think I think CM Punk. Um, yeah, we, 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 and I think this should be a phenomenal match. I'm just really excited. And I hope and I hope I still think um, I still think um, Darby Allen can still get over from this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to see Punk. So just see him wrestle. It's like, it's like, it's like he's one of my definitely in my top five of all time favorites. So he. He's the only reason I watched wrestling for years. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I'm so excited for this match. And um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, Mike, it's like a generational thing. Like, Sam Punk's like my favorite, and then Darby Allen's like Isaac's favorite, and both of them are Joel's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he wore his Sam Punk top for like five days after he announced it. He, he listened to Cult of Personality. For, oh, where did we go? We went the Crocky Trail, which is a button. Now a fifteen minute train journey. Anyway, this is it. It's called personality on repeat the whole way. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so we watched this return in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Because I love I loved both of Punk's theme tunes. I loved um on this uh, was it on this um you know my eyes, what do you see? No, no, not that one. Um, I can't think of one. The one he came out with um the one he came out to is Chicago, um I've forgotten what the theme tune is. Yeah. Um Fire burns. That's it. This fire burns. Yes, this fire. But I love that one. Uh, so yeah, but I, I think the pop will be. But I think it's just the excitement of seeing him back in a in a wrestling. It, it will be the most one all the eyes are on from people, obviously from all wrestling fans. So I think this should hopefully be the biggest buy rate for AEW pay per view because yeah. of because of Punk. So in that sense, but I just think just because you have got a huge name. That you still need to keep kind of your your morals kind of what what fans. Well, I think the fans will still want to see the AEW title main event, the promotion because it should it should main events. And um, but I think yeah, that as your penultimate match, I think would be fine personally. And it's not like you've got a crap main event to follow it. You've got uh, <laughs> you have got an amazing match still to come as well. So the only problem with having Punk on too early in the show is everyone will be too knackered after that. Yeah, that it's gonna it'll take like. A- all the atmosphere out of the show because they've they've seen Punk now. And so, so <laughs> I, th- I think having it second to last would be a perfect place for it. So. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah that that you can people will be still be on the buzz train. I think following it, and then you've only got the one match to go, so you're not asking too much more for them to sit through or anything. And and it's it's not like we're it's going to be a great show. It's not like it's going to be a chore for anything watching it as well. But I think having one more match after, I'm sure. With Kenny Omega, and I'm sure will be enough for people to, <laughs> uh, will be enough for people to enjoy. Yes, and so the our main event will be Kenny Omega versus Christian for the AW World Champion. So Christian's only the Impact Champion now. They retired the TNA Championship. I heard. Yeah. That right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that made sense. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a fun story while it lasted. Have, I still thought that Moose could have challenged. Omega for the championship when he was TNA. Yeah, it did it did its job, didn't it? That's that's the thing. I, um, but no, it did its job. But yeah, I think it was the correct time to retire that belt. Definitely. Oh, uh, so if we do a bit of background, so Christian came back. Oh, 
And, oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> All right, so when Christian returned, he came back, had a face-to-face with the AW champion. Kenny Omega kind of just came in, walked around and walked back up the thing. <laughs> uh, the last couple of months, Christian's racked up win after win after win after win, going undefeated in singles matches until he reached the number one rank to earn his championship match against Omega. And yeah, and before the event, Omega was defeated by Christian for the Impact World Championship on the debut episode of Rampage. Which I'm really looking forward to this match. I'm just, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really interested how they're going to work together. So. I don't think this has ever happened. Apart from for Rampage, I don't think it was like they'd worked together before that. Uh, certainly not to my knowledge. Yeah. And, um, well, yeah, we saw at Rampage how, how good that was. And I think that's only going to be kind of the warm up. I think this should be a, yeah, really, really, really enjoyable. Just, yeah, just like there's no shenanigans in this match. I think it's just straight up one on one. Yeah. Anyone's, that's the thing. I think that's what he kind of needs. He's had a lot of help. Recently, keeping this championship, and I think just a, a good win, yeah, with no help, will do the world good. I think. Yeah, definitely. I still wanted to see um, a few more belts involved in this. I wanted them to, uh, for for because I wanted to see Omega get kind of the Impact belt back. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping. I was hoping. Yeah, I was surprised. Me- yeah, I was surprised that never happened. I was hoping they had to put that on, and but then part of the deal is Omega also puts on the AAA title as well, just for. Ooh. Yeah, just to go like all proper, proper, funny enough, proper all in, um, all out um, <laughs> for it. So, um, but um, yeah, I think um, it will be a, a really, really enjoyable match. Or uh, I, yeah, I think yeah, Omega certainly should win. Let's keep it going, and then yeah, I, I still hope that we that we do potentially get um, at the next pay per view Omega versus Page because I think that's just what we want to. Uh, I'd rather see him drop the belt to Page than than Punk. I think. Yeah, I don't want to see Punk go into the main event scene for a while. I think he's. I think him wrestling all these new guys is going to be more interesting for people at the moment. Him against Jungle Boy and him against like Orange Cassidy and all this. Yeah, I think him against the, then eventually he, he as I say maybe he turns heel eventually and then goes against Page because I think that's a built-in story. The alcoholic versus straight edge. Yeah, just just fits definitely, and we know Gritty is both babyface and heel, so he's um, so a brilliant, a perfect heel. So, yeah, just grows, grows hair long, grows beard again. Yeah. Well, you can also bring back the Straight Edge Society, given they're all they're all in. Um, they are, yeah. apart from their Mer- <laughs> well, Mercury's not, I don't think, but yeah, yeah. Gallows and Serena he's are. He's left the uh, Ring of Honor now, so he's not doing anything. Mercury, uh-huh. so he can't be. <laughs> so. Yeah, you are. Yeah, straight edge society coming back. Uh, again, it proves that all the punks work was just brilliant. So, uh, but no, really, yeah, just um, yeah, really excited for for the Sunday for these last two matches. But yeah, and I think Christian Cage as well. It'll be. I hope that again he puts on a great match, loses just, and then hopefully it still keeps him looking strong going forward. Because I've really enjoyed his work since he's come to AEW. Mm. Yeah, same. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure how they were going to use them, but I think they've used them perfectly so far. And now we'll see them a bit more in impact. Well, obviously a bit more in impact now with the belt. So, yeah, good to see work a few impact shows as well and promote and take these on. Do you have a title match against Brian Myers? I've not kept up with impact recently. Yeah, he won. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. That's uh, Yeah, so check out All Out this weekend on Sunday. Oh, it's going to be such a... 
Uh, is there anything else you want to discuss before we go? Um, no, I think that was um, yeah, that was all of it. Before we go, might as well flog our t-shirts as Lancers in here. <laughs> so check out <laughs> our Pro Wrestling store. You have the Rapple Arcade logo or the BBG Wrestling logo. Links will be in the description. Also follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Our website is bbgwrestling.com. And good night. Good night.